0: Mr. Fox. Do you know what I did? I, I mistakenly called you and I was about to further bankrupt you and bring the entire economy of East Bollockshire to a crashing halt because you'd have another $40 phone bill. It is,
1: but it seems that you're not having a good day. I mean, I, the beg, the question I have on my mind right now of all the things that have happened this week and of everything that's gone on is, the, the question I really want to ask you is, are your software delivery estimates as poor as your time it takes to make coffee estimates?
0: Oh, my gosh. That's so mean. If, if that was all I was having to do, that would be one thing. But I have to take care of, of, a, of a living creature who receives better care than I ever do. You know, I mean… But Okay, but, John,
1: in, in all fairness to me, I mean, and I will you know, share this with the listeners in case they contest me, we agree a time each week to, uh, to record. It's not always the same time. We sort of agree by iMessage. <laughs> and then about two minutes before that time comes up, I I normally get a a photo uh, of your mock-up parts on the stove uh, with the just making coffee. I'm even thinking now it might be a stock photo from somewhere. Um, There we are. Are are you just telling me that you are sending me these random photos where actually you are doing something totally different and your excuse is I need coffee?
0: Oh my gosh, Scotty, is this, an, you know, the thing about it is I've, I barely even had a sip of coffee and I'm suffering this barrage. I know what's happened. I, I bet what's happened is that somehow you've gotten like a, you know, a flood of new followers on Twitter and you've gotten ticked over the next thousand and you think that now you can treat me like, you know, some some gum under your shoe. I don't like that, Scotty. The power dynamic is, is not not changing for the better here.
1: I have no idea. I haven't even checked. I totally forgot we put that out there last time. I've not not checked to see how much my uh, Twitter usership has gone Spoiler up. Spoiler alert, you haven't. Or even even maybe down, maybe more more <laughs> likely
0: in the last I think I think the only thing I think there was a transfer from you to me by some very faithful fractional listener. Who was the first to use the fractional listener fractional listener hashtag. So I'm grateful.
1: You're right. I've not gone up by a single follower. <laughs>
0: I may have even gone down one since we put the competition
1: up. On oh, my word! At this point, I just hang up, hang up the microphone, and say, "Sod
0: it, it's not worth it." No, no, no. you're required to sit here and take abuse. <sighs> well, Scotty, um, gosh, you know, I, I, of course, like everyone else, you know, get these little memory notifications and photos or Facebook or wherever. of of dub dub's past and uh there was one that popped up of of you and i walking about in the street in san jose near freeway exit (laughs) nearly getting killed in order to bring this this muppet show to the masses
1: i remember that well we were walking down from the uh, conference center back to near my airbnb and i seem to remember we we stopped at a rather good uh mexican
0: restaurant on the way and had some good food it was the least we could do for ourselves after nearly being killed
1: it was we did it for our listeners.
0: Mm. Well Scotty is there has there been anything that's completely stuck out and said wow this is really cool? Uh do you know what it's uh, uh, let, let's take this a little bit of time. I thought the keynote
1: okay I always have to remind myself every year the keynote is not for developers. Mm-hmm. Um it's uh you know, it's for the press and whatever else. And you know the buzz of it used to be that it was the beginning of a whole week of developer stuff, and especially when you were there back in the old days, it was a chance to get a bit of the Steve Jobs, you know reality distortion field and all the rest of it um so keeping that in regard, I actually think the keynote was pretty good. it was very slick as always. The jokes were cheesy um they took advantage of being on video and being able to do certain things. obviously, the presentations are always incredibly slick when it's done on video, because they can do them 10,000 times if they need to. Um, so I thought I thought the keynote w- was good. And it's sort of the Xcode and sort of things like Swift came in at the end. And they don't normally even do developer stuff in the keynote at all. I think the only year they really did, and I say the only year is too too much probably, I, I remember the year that they really did do a bunch of developer stuff is the year they introduced Swift. Obviously, they put that into the main the main keynote. So the keynote is always setting up for the State of the Union, and then the State of the Union digs into loads of details and the frameworks behind it. But actually this year I found, you know, overall I think what's been released this year has been pretty good, but I found the State of the Union actually pretty disappointing. It just really was very dull. I don't know, was it just me? Was it because it's like on at 10, 10 p.m. here, I'd had a long day, you know, I was a bit distracted. You, know, is, is that or do, how did you find it? Ah,
0: uh, you know, I didn't. I don't think it was as as oh my gosh, blow me away as the realization of a bunch of things that people have talked about. I mean, I think that's. I, I suppose that's the the one theme I have is that Apple is not always the first. In fact, almost never is the first to have some technology out there. But they're they they seem to have impeccable timing and uh, for when things actually can can be made to work and and simplified enough for for normal consumers. I mean there's there was lots of underlying APIs, lots of features that have been enabled in in their apps. To, you know, the word Sherlocking has, has come back with a vengeance I think in discussions. I have I have a bunch of of colleagues who, you know, had to look it up, you know, when they saw memes with Sherlock and have to figure out what that is and I got to say I know the guy. <laughs> but you know, um I think it, so it 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 wasn't it, it wasn't as exciting in that way of of saying oh my gosh you're something unbelievable that i couldn't have imagined before it's more like almost like finally this seems this thing seems possible and, and for for me a lot is like i would have killed to have that as a, a, back in the indie days so i think that that's kind of nice I mean I think Xcode Xcode cloud for example you know is a huge deal I mean partly it just makes life a little bit easier but more about the testing the continuous integration that's kind of the stuff that that indies typically never get unless they devote days and I mean like weeks like you have but the, all the kind of infrastructure that developers at large companies takes for integra- take for granted with all, you know their all their Jenkins jockeys now it seems like you, you kind of get that for free and Oh and, I agree and sh- yeah. I think Xcode Cloud Xcode Cloud
1: is going to be really good. Well, if Xcode Cloud delivers everything it's saying it's going to deliver, it's going to be really good. Let's not forget we've had Xcode Bots which was promising and never really right. went right. anywhere. Um I, I think I, I don't believe this is in the same league. I think this is, you know, uh, obviously a big step ahead. Um obviously I'm I'm making the assumption that, you know, this is built on top of Buddy build which Apple bought a long time ago now so um or that was all the engineers from it there's been some experience of it in there so i have good expectations for xcode cloud and i think the demos of, of it were good i think what disappointed me or made it less exciting is one uh it's not actually it's not necessarily going to ship with that with xcode 13 they've already said it will ship next year so this is like a this is like a you know you know what does that mean when can we actually use it for real and equally um we have no idea how much it's going to cost because they said they're going to reveal the cost later in the year so for a lot of people such as myself i mean if it's the same sort of price as other ci services you know there are those are all very, very reasonable and that's fine and i would expect that's probably going to be fine so there's that little tickle in there of, you know how much time do you invest in something when you when it might come back and say, well, it's you know ten thousand dollars a year because it's the Hermes Xco Cloud or whatever you know. Um, uh, and secondly, it says it's already said limited beta, so they obviously don't want you know twenty five million developers jumping on in one go, um, which again totally understand and totally get. So for many, there is a good chance you won't even get to use Xco Cloud this week or next week or the next few weeks. Until you're invited onto the beta, which may be weeks, months we don't know, so although I think xcode cloud is is great, it's part of the excitement of dub dub for me is taking the time in the week to sort of download the new version of Xcode, start playing with things, and you can't do that with Xcode Cloud, so you've headlines hmm. so you 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 had something with something I'm very excited about, something I really intend to use and uh, would like to use, but I can't use yet. And that's, that's, I think, why I was disappointed. And then the second thing that came up, I think, if I remember rightly, in the State of the Union, is it went into all the AR stuff. Now, I know Apple are really big on AR, and I'm sure there are lots of people out there making use of AR. But right at this time now, I have absolutely zero interest in AR at all as a developer. And I suspect that's true for the vast majority of developers. Um, so I just felt that by the time you'd taken those two things up in the State of the Union, you'd lost me. You yeah, know, I was mm, a little mm. bit, a little bit, yeah. And don't be wrong, not criticizing the technologies. I think the technologies are great. I'm criticizing the presentation at this point. Um, I think the people who've been working on these technologies look like they've done a great job and are very excited to use them. And and the thing is, I think there are some very exciting things out there in in in, 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 in there to use some dub dub. I do think it looks like a bit of a reconciliation year, a um, bit of a firming up year in many ways, which is good. Doesn't get my criticism at all. Um yeah so i just I think I've just found I found the study underwhelming, and because I didn't get that buzz from that, that sort of maybe just permeated into the rest of the week. I've watched a few of the videos the videos are very well produced um I loved again the fact that they are the right amount of time for the subject that they're presenting. I think I'll watch one this afternoon it's like seven minutes you know um so it, from that side of it it's really great, but it really yeah, it's because the State of the Union failed to buzz me, it, it, for some reason, it's just taken a whole bunch of zing out of it for me.
0: Wow, Scotty, way, way to be a buzzkill.
1: Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm going to use the technology for the year. Uh, I think the, the Swift stuff, which obviously we've known about for a while, is very exciting, although I think, I think I've think i read that you can only use the Async Await stuff if you iOS 15 only. And uh, Mac OS 12. So that sort of keeps it out for another year, at least for many of us. um so again i think yeah here's a whole bunch of stuff the good stuff's coming out and you know it's um no 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 there's there's you know but there is good stuff in there um the documentation compiler stuff the doxy stuff is going to be very interesting because obviously when you pick up third-party open source frameworks the documentation is variable in quality um you know i'm assuming that with the introduction of the doxy uh stuff in xcode that um Documentation will still be a variable quality, but maybe it'll be of a, a, a consistent format, which might be useful. So it'll be, I'll be interested to see what the um, uh, the take up is and adoption of that amongst amongst people doing frameworks. Again, I think for people writing their own apps, whether that is of a major use or not, you know, only time will tell. Interesting. And what well, about you, John? Now I've been now I've been the complete killjoy and and, you know, and, and you know put a downer on the entire show. Why don't you bring us back to a height of frenzy, a point of explosion?
0: OK, well, I think there are a couple of things. One thing, and it's something I talked about earlier, but I keep noticing it and keep being happier and happier about it, is that the actual you know, representation of, of senior executives and, and developers of a wide swath of people, um, but that makes me actually happy that the, that that you see focus put on middle aged women who who oftentimes have become invisible in their career and you see you know many who are at the the the, the tide of their power being given center center stage I think that 's actually really cool um, I think that the the there's technology that obviously is. I, I see a clear path of of Apple saying we're going to keep reducing the cost and complexity of being a developer. I think that's part of what you know what the what the whole Xcode cloud stuff is for. Because yeah, you're right. It's it it is kind of vaporware for for so many of us right now. But I I think about it as much in terms of develop Swift UI apps in in, I, in, in iPad. And so that's great. That makes it easier for people to do it, and maybe they don't necessarily have to have Macs or maybe they 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 think that it's a better experience on Xcode. But the difference between being able to code something and then actually get it deployed out there into the world, you have to keep reminding yourself how tricky it is. I mean, as an indie, how much time did you spend fighting iTunes Connect, or you know, or or signing certain you know. Profiles and and certificates and so on and so forth. So if it really is something that says no, nope, I'm gonna I'm gonna build it. I can see it right here, and I have an idea, and I want to you know an idea that's not just made by and for Silicon Valley tech bros. I think that's actually meaningful over time. So I think that that stuff is really good. I think. Uh, I, I,
1: I think yeah. I think um, Swift Playground's been able to deploy. Uh, apps to the app store is a massive step forward, and really clever on Apple's part. People have yep. been trying to um you know say xcode on iPad for many many years now and and the reality is I just don't think xcode for iPad is ever going to happen I mean xcode is a beast um and it does a whole bunch of stuff that you know really just isn't suitable for the platform so by by you know by sticking with just Swift and just swift u i which they can do with um the uh, sort of um, real-time rendering and everything, which obviously makes development a lot easier. It's sort of, but that still interfaces with Xcode if you wish to. That is mm-hmm. a great step because eventually a yep. lot of the stuff in Xcode, you know, you know, the legacy stuff, the Objective-C stuff, whatever else, will disappear, not for many, many years, or will not be yeah, relevant to will. the majority of developers. So realistically, this could be, you know, what could have been launched this time and i say could have been i've no idea obviously is um you know the next generation of xcode and eventually it will xcode will become this tool that the old old people are supporting massively legacy um software are using and whatever swift playgrounds on the ipad morphs into eventually over the next you know five years you know will also appear on the mac and and you know with the new development tool, and that is, seems quite a. Uh, I mean, if that is the strategy, to me that feels like a good and clever strategy.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think totally. Very, very long term, the Apple I think does a really great job of playing a long game, so that's cool. And then the other thing that I mentioned earlier, you know, share play and group activities, that is stuff that you know I would have killed for. 10 years ago even five six years ago you know it would have been a game changer and it's like one of those things where you look back you know it was more i think it's got to be 15 years ago apple had this thing that got me all excited you might remember iChat theater which <laughs> iChat theater and i can't even remember what it was called but basically uh, it was dot .mac Developer extensions, so you could you could do things, and they promised something, and then quickly removed it. it. Was so sad. Something that would enable peer to peer communications, with with the coordinate the 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 job of coordinating uh, coordinator being you know uh, done by Apple's compute infrastructure. Well, now they've come back and they've done it, um, and. I've started playing with it and it looks really good. I mean, it's it's pretty astounding. I can think of a million different things that would be better. And part of it, it was really good presentation of the timing when they said this past year has made people think much more carefully about the, the, the value of shared experiences because they can't be with the people they love. And now you have these tools which are getting better and better where, you know, you can kind of be virtually with the people you love. And in some way, it's kind of frightening because you can see with an AR future and this type of thing, you know... Maybe people will physically get to better, get together much less often, but maybe virtually a lot more often. So that's going to be a generational thing. But you know, I look, I look at at the technology that they have, and you know, there there, there are academic papers that were published for and implementations of this this kind of real time collaboration stuff because it is an interesting computer science problem. And you remember that Google had this thing called Wave, which is a collaboration framework, and I think they acquired it from some super clever people down in Australia, and then they, they shipped a product for it, but it was a Google product, meaning that from an engineering perspective, it, it, it was very impressive technology. It was deployed at scale, but you know Google is... is not really great um, at doing consumer apps <laughs> in fact they're pretty atrocious at it um, and so it kind of I, I do not know what happened to the product I guess in some ways the technology is 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 what's you know behind Google Docs and all the collaboration tools so it's kind of it's built into there but as as you know and so I I think of 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 this as Apple's version for it but I think I think better yeah, you know maybe i'm wrong but i think better i think the apis are a lot simpler but even even if the apis were no better let's just say it the quality of the platforms on which you can deploy it and i know this sounds terrible but let's say the the the, the qualities uh, the quality of the users meaning that apple you know doesn't really produce any shitty hardware. They don't. So you don't, you know, they, they have the minimum viable hardware for running some of this clever stuff. And I think that's kind of interesting. So you get a customer base that is, you know, you know appreciates high quality software experiences. And so I think all that's really good. I, I still cannot help but think that, you know, Apple really, you know, it, it, that, that tension between Apple and third-party developers has not gone anywhere. And it's it's probably only getting worse. So on the one hand, I think you know it's it's a good time to be a developer, but I think never has it been more perilous because Apple has so much power, um, and they they're not at all you know afraid to use it. And and you know nor should they should they if you're going to be realistic. But that all that I find very very interesting. And and again, but, you know, with the theme of of what is an app and who should be developing apps, and I, I can see a a path where you know, the the infrastructure that you get, the, the, it's not just here's the operating system and, and we'll bundle a couple apps. Like virtually everything that you'd want to do, Apple has some type of, of story for and there's a bunch of third party enhancements. And then for those very, very small number of, of, of indies that do ship full blown apps of some kind, Apple will either, if the third party is really lucky, kind of support them until they don't. Or they will just basically say thanks for the R and D. Maybe they acquire a couple of people, but but that you know there will be fewer and fewer kind of major standalone apps. I think.
1: I think you are probably right, as much as that pains me to say it. <laughs> That's in there. Yeah, no, again, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to let my downer side of things. That yes, it was about presentation. I think that there are some good technologies in there this year, and I think the overall direction that Apple have gone this year is, is fantastic. And I think, you know, particularly for, for the end user using iOS 15 and whatever else and, and macOS 12, or sorry, macOS Monterey, uh, you know, a lot of it is some exciting stuff in edit use. Some very exciting stuff in edit use. Yeah. And I'm sure yeah. some many developers will find some interesting ways of putting it into, into their applications. Um, a lot of that does not fit with the type of application I'm writing, but that doesn't make it wrong. It just means, you know, it's i'm doing fairly dull <laughs> type of application where you know just sort of productivity improvements uh, um improvements in in ui kit app kit and um all the rest uh, are quite interesting. although i i haven't had a chance to watch anything about it yet but i i am quite interested to see that text 2 has been released um mm. and the fact that they've decided to call it text 2 as opposed to it's just some updates to TextKit is suggesting to me that um if there's going to be some, you know, architecture changes or some radical changes in there. I did read it can coexist with the current text kit, so you know um how that works and whatever. So I'm quite interested to 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 look into that um as well to see to see how that works. Because I mean, because text kit, you know, before text kit came along, you know, you know, the Mac has always been good at text, but working with text before text kit was quite hard. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. whereas TextKit, and i know a lot of people still get to TextKit, and you have a whole bunch of classes and the way they hang together can be a little bit confusing and the layout managers and all the rest of it but actually it is pretty well done and so i'm interested to see what they've done with it now hmm.
0: well scotty can we talk about something else
1: no not yet i, I still want to talk about one more thing xcode oh yeah uh, Xco- right, keep going. xcode 13 um looks really nice um I'm not I know it's a it's a change of style. Um I mean it's not fundamentally a change of you know style. Everything, you know, most things are in the same place still. Um but just little things about it, it obviously it looks a little different. They've taken on the more um big surish sort of look. The code navigator it now the way it highlights with the little Swift icon or the H or the M icon to so whether it's an Objective C file or a Swift file is, is <laughs> lovely. Um, it's, it's, it's tiny little things like that.
0: They, they, they put the H and the M together so they could say, hmm, are you mm. really still
1: <laughs> using Objective right. C? Mm, I like that, yes. Mm, are you really? Uh, and I'll say one thing, really stupid thing I'm quite looking forward to trying out is it, uh, the Xcode Editor now has a Vim support,
0: mm.
1: uh, a Vim keystroke support. Now, when you have to work with you know, command line, you know, working with servers. Uh, Vim is like the, the one of the many editors, but, you know, often it's the default one on lots of these operating systems. And I used to, when I, my, my first ever coding job back in the 80s, uh, Vi, um, which is sort of like a same genre as Vim, um, was the main editor I used to have to write in. So back then, I used to you know, have lots of muscle memory for, for Vi, which is now gone. But equally, every time I come to do uh something on... Uh, a server which is often enough that, that i need the skills but infrequent enough that i don't maintain the skills if you know what i mean um so I, i'm quite tempted to maybe uh give a couple of weeks ago of using um, vim key bindings in xcode and, and just see if they become my sort of gen- general text editing type of you know muscle memory sort of fingers i suspect i'll get incredibly frustrated with it and um, give up after about three and a half minutes but you know that's my current intention as i sit here today interesting right now, now. you can talk about something else now you have my per- you have my permission to move on
0: all right so uh just kind of some tech stuff and then some other stuff so um i you know was working on something a, a type of 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 you know tooltip view f- to highlight a, a new po- a new feature and it this is like one of those things where You know, you do it and you think, well, is this going to be a one-off just for this particular feature or do we develop something that can be made to work with other ones? And, and, you know, yeah, I have to, you kind of have to bake in good accessibility support from from the beginning in particular. That means dynamic type. And so that that really is where the layout, uh, you have to think very carefully about it, about where you'll anchor things and which direction it grows and how to make sure it actually works properly. And this is like one of those things where you look at—it's like okay, it's two lines of text, an icon, and and a, and a button with a kind of nice rounded corner and some some semi you know transparent background color, and it gets you know, presented to the screen at a certain particular time, and 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 I think okay, well you know in the old world I would just fire up Interface Builder. And I just, I, I, I just, my skin crawls when I think about having to write, you know, four lines of code to be able to have something anchor properly. But, you know, to, or six if you count things like, you know, do not translate, you know, uh, whatever, resize mask into constraints or whatever, you know. So it's like this, do the simplest thing, but ended up kind of gutting it out and saying, fine, I'm going to do it. And I produce something that's, that's done still. It's like, you know. Two hundred lines of code to be able to do just a couple bits of boilerplate stuff, and I thought, God, what a waste of time! Because it, it takes a little while, and you always have to do, you know, remember that if you're doing things to the trailing or bottom edge, you have to have a negative number if you want it to, to advance from the edge, but not from the leading and top things. Stupid shit like that, and but it starts to work, and then you think, okay, but now, you know, the payoff for that pain is you crank up the the type size, and and, and things just start to work, and you think about about the composition. Of it. And I then, then you, when I'm done with that saying, okay, well, that's kind of the state of the art way of doing it. If, especially if you have to collaborate with others and you remove the, the the undiffable zip files, but I think just sucks. And I just, I want Swift UI and it's still one of those things where, you know, we've done some experiments with Swift UI in our app, but if you still are supporting iOS 13, maybe you don't, don't really want to. And I'm just looking forward to, to that, 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 you know, we're still in that awkward phase where you know that there are better ways of doing things or, you know, if you look at you know, how much networking or async code with, with operations or or blocks, you know, that that, that or completion handlers that you have to, to, to do with and God help you if you're trying to use it between Swift and Objective-C and you think, okay async await is just what I want, everybody's so excited, but nope, nope, can't quite do it and that's really what it is. It's like you're always given this glimpse of a much better future, but only if if you are starting from, as you famously say, "file new project in Xcode" or "file new new in 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 Swift UI playground," um, so that was interesting. Um, but there's one other thing that that's uh, we're going to go to a little bit of nostalgia here. Is that did you know that this is like this year's the 20th anniversary of James Dempsey's uh, you know uh, songs at WWDc and and this is like the the second year where nobody can be done nothing can be done in public um, but he has been doing a series of reminiscence, uh, and and I was looking at one of them. and He talks about how he had to go to Leicester, Sunny Lester, to NS conference way back in 2015 to to play with a crack pickup band consisting of you on bass and me on on I think your your kids, you know, drums that have been left in the you know a set of of almost toy like V drums that were stuck in a closet somewhere and were still covered in dust, but got the jobs done. Got the job done. Um, and we got to play in this glorious big theater, you know, the Athena. So that was nice. It was nice. It was. Did you say
1: crack band or crap band? No, crack. Oh, well, good. both <laughs> were true, I think, yeah. <laughs> Depends which member you were talking about at the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it was not bad. It was kind of fun. So, you know, it was, anyway, there's a, it there's, was fun. It, it's fun. It's too late for, for for listeners, fractional listeners of this podcast, um, but there's going to be a little Zoom event tonight, um, which, which captures some of the stuff, and I think, you know, there'll be however many breakpoints have been on part of the band over the last gazillion years. Uh, so that's kind of fun. It is over. And it just reminds you of, of, of why we like Dub Dub DC, and gosh, I... I hope something happens next year in person. You know, as, as amazing all this as this this telepresence, this AR stuff, you know, promises to be. Fuck it, I like I like flesh and blood, in person events. It's going to be interesting to see. I
1: I wouldn't be surprised if Apple never did in person dub again. I could be again. I could be totally, totally wrong there, and, it, and they might be just longing to do it. But I. I I wouldn't be surprised if they they didn't simply simply because I think the for them it's about imparting information and they have shown that the quality of the information imparted by doing it this way is definitely higher than it used to be in the conference center by by yeah. by, a, by a magnitude so if if their goal is simply to 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 do that they would why they I can't see them wanting to take a step back on the quality of their of the, of the way they they do things but it would be interesting to see if other people started to try and create a yes. dub dub co- community village or something in in some in some, maybe back in San Francisco, maybe still in San Jose, where a whole bunch of all the after stuff was going on, and maybe even Apple threw a party, a big par a big party that you could get tickets for. Um, but the conference itself almost didn't exist as a, as a physical yeah. thing, but the community did. That would be quite interesting. Be interesting to see. For me, the reason to go to Dub was to hook up with everyone once a year. So I would probably yeah. still go um with that, even though it's you know, means flying the Atlantic and everything else, because if you can guarantee, you know, you, you you've got a few thousand people of you know that you you to meet with and talk with and I think you get even more of that, uh, as long as it's well organized. And maybe Apple could be the coordinator. They could create the, the over over arching umbrella That other organizations could come in and do events in so that you know it still sort of had the not necessarily the official apple nod but you know it was everyone could everyone knew they could find out about it It could be somehow incorporated into the developer app or something all these things going on so that would be quite interesting because yeah the getting together again would be great and then things like the breakpoints and james james in the breakpoints near WWDC could come back and you know some of the the parties and you know the the beer bash and all the rest of it, and because that will be quite good.
0: Maybe they'll turn it into something like Live Aid, you know, and uh, because there will there will be a Concord. Or a supersonic air airplane that's going to be flying again sometime real soon now in the next five years. And when that happens, I, I want to stay alive long enough so I can do the Phil Collins going from London to Philadelphia to, to play music. And that's my dream is to be able to jump between different places virtually or, or in the real world um, to play the, the, the geriatric Dub Dub DC concert <laughs> extravaganza. James Dempsey and the, and the Broken breakpoints points. <laughs> James Dempsey in the what's a breakpoint aren't they from the past? <laughs> exactly. And, and yeah, so you have all these Swift UI kids like going, The fuck are you talking about? Auto layout, what?
1: <laughs> oh dear. Yes. James Dempsey in the functional instances.
0: <laughs> oh, <I> was...
1: <laughs> right, John. Uh you better go first because now you have, you know, more Twitter followers
0: now that's the sad thing it's like you know you have so many more years of fame but, um and i i barely just broke you know broke 2000 in fact it, it's like one of those things when you get near a a you know a milestone number you'll hit it and then it will go down I'm like i and then i want to hunt down and kill the people who abandoned me so i was down to 1999 but then you know i was saved by a fractional listener um who who you know um i almost feel like i i have to 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 thank them in person um for having you know having ticked me over uh, but you know,
1: <laughs> so anyway there, there, are, there my, are some my... podcasts where the listenership is so big and their followers are so big they say please don't email please don't email but you're I, I get the sense you're saying somebody please email us <laughs> somebody please talk to us somebody <laughs> please, somebody like, please you know. say something we're sad lonely old men <laughs> i
0: know like let me the the the, the, the podcast for one by by there's people who are fractionally there. A, a podcast for fractional listeners by people who are fractionally conscious. No, but anyway, if if, if people want to, you know, make good on, on, on what you wish to manifest in the universe last year, which is to, or last week rather, is to, to gain some new followers and to increase your influence in the universe, how might they do that, Scotty? They, if they can
1: even be bothered or asked, can do it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> where where nobody gives a toss about me anymore um mm. and and my my uh in the t- you know valley speak my growth is inconsequential uh but anyway mm. they can do it uh, where i am Macdevnet, and i i would love every bit of attention i can
0: get and john where should people pour out their love to you uh, they should pour out their love to me on the place where nothing, nothing is loved, <laughs> nothing but love is poured out. <laughs> Twitter, where you can find me as Jembe—that's D J E M B E, like the West African drum. And what I would say is that whatever excess is poured upon me, I will dribble on onto, to onto Scotty so he can have some additional fame spray. Oh my word! <laughs> An outpouring
1: that gets sprayed and dribbled back. <laughs> Firstly first, firstly i mean that's really generous of you to give me a spray and a dribble from your outpouring because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that, that yeah that is like you yeah, know, the bits that don't bother to you but oh, really john that's just the image that is in my head now i need to um yeah you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> and enough enough said well, John, it's uh, enjoy the rest of your. Are you actually just sitting in, watching? You know, using it as a week to watch the videos, or are you just sort of like fitting them in like any other time we're doing? Just work, I'm, I'm fitting them in.
0: I, I I I have kind of too much going on, as I assume a lot of people. And that's that's yeah. I have no choice. If if I was physically somewhere, then I would reschedule these things. But knowing that I can always go back to it means I will go back to it in time slice.
1: And that's another thing that makes it a little bit different. Well, what if, However, you're doing Dub Dub this week uh, or next week or for the next. Two years. Um, <laughs> I hope, you, hope you're hope you enjoying it. And um, thank you for taking some time out of your video watching to listen to the sad, lonely old farts. Or maybe you didn't take time out of your video watching to listen to the sad, lonely old farts. In which case, fuck you.
0: Oh, my God. That's <laughs> so
1: mean. That's terrible. No, I didn't mean that. I, I would ask Sam to edit that out, but I know he won't. So, <laughs> it's in there. Um, so genuinely, if you listened... Thanks for listening. And if you didn't listen, thank you for not listening. And until next time.
0: (laughs) Scotty, you take care of whatever it is that's bugging you. (laughs) Thank you.